and uh, welcome back to Anime Savants, everyone. Um, uh, let's see. This week, I am Ilya. And this week, I am Shishido Biken from Guilty Gear, but in now Ooh, in a samurai thingy mobile, which I've been playing, yeah. playing uh, in my spare time to be good. And uh, mm. all I can say is that walk, that yes! cocky ass walk. I, I saw that walk and I was like, yo, this looks cool. That's, that's my shit. <laughs> She's an epic seven also, and I love her. She's a fucking clutch unit. Oh, but, shit. And she's a limited unit, too, so you can only get her, like, once a year if they bring oh, collaboration fuck. back. Okay, well, anyways, um, uh, there's no news this week, y'all, because I really wasn't interested in anything. Um, anything on your side, James? No, no, no. I'm, I was too busy to be reading news most of the week, and everything I that is sort of hanging out there, it's like previews for or trailers for things that That's are coming, coming in, yeah, yeah. October. Same, yep. same. Yep. All right. So we're just going to hop straight into these recaps. Uh, what do you want to start with? Um, Tokyo Revengers is a fair enough place. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> um, uh, suicide. Is it suicide? It's a, yeah. I mean, technically, yes, because that was his reasoning, right? He's like, I'm not going to let this person kill me i'll kill myself first <laughs> truly yeah but that was just like speeding up the process of the death that was already inevitable uh-huh. so it's kind of just like ah, was it suicide it depends on your but definition that's really what holy shit the um for the the kick that mikey gave to hanma that mid-sentence was, that was a ko <laughs> oh was just... my god Oh, that was so satisfying to fucking watch. (laughs) Um, The Kisaki shit, I was just like, okay, I I need someone to to just, like, mangle Kisaki. Just someone please do it. Like, Baji got that one hit, but it wasn't enough. No. That was a true one-hitter quitter that that Mikey gave him. Yeah. Like, I need someone to hit Kisaki with that shit. But even so now, I'm just like... Now you got in front of Kazutora and you're defending him. And I see like them trying to like redeem Kazutora and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh no, are they actually going to try to save this nigga and like have them reconcile after all the shit that he's done? But then now it's even more obvious that once again, Kisaki pulling these fucking strings and ugh, just... Yeah, it was, it was a really good, fun episode. Not that suicide and bleeding. Yeah, it's, that's, it's fun. <laughs> I had a good time with the episode that was that was bookended by either a murder or suicide. But Mikey, though, was Mikey was the fucking highlight. That nigga was cold as fuck the entire episode. I loved it. Yeah, we can already tell that there's a little difference as far as like what was remembered because I, Baji still died, so that that much is still true. Yep. But the yep. scene of him dying and what it meant emotionally I th- is clearly different. So yes, if, it is. If the however Kazutora is dealt with, the whole like oh Mikey went crazy and turned to the dark side. I think he's more awake now than he was in that little flashback that or what was implied in that flashback. Like he was sort of just out of it. He's like you know going crazy. This is more like all the terrible things that happened. Felt like they were designed to wake him up from just being blackout insane. I mean, 
I would love, love. I, I'm surprised Draken hasn't gotten any more shine yet. It's kind of just like niggas. Oh, this is my main thing. What the fuck are them niggas doing? What the where the hell are the referee niggas? Are they just watching <laughs> niggas die? Like what are y'all doing? That's a great. Like, that's a great question. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it this episode or the prior episode where somebody? It seemed like they said they had called an ambulance or called the police or something. I think it was this episode. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we. It could be that everybody else just kind of bailed once that first dude got taken out or after they announced that the, the the authorities of some sort were coming. I don't know. On the other hand, like, if you were at a situation like that and a gang, it was like a an organized gang fight, you just sitting up there in the on some, like, abandoned cars, and all of a sudden, like, some nigga gets, gets stabbed, then kills himself. I don't know if I would want to stick around for that. Just saying. I... I, first of all, the ambulance thing, when the nigga said it, I was like, this should have been the first fucking thing. But apparently no one else saw the stab. Mm, that's true. So They didn't see the first one either because even um, Takamichi was like, which is kind of dumb. He's like, well, I saw him get impaled, but he stood up. He's fine. What do you think yeah, his knife went? He just, he just fought 50 guys with the fucking stab wound. He's going to be right. okay. Yeah. No, no, but also Takamichi is just... He's Takamichi. Like, he's not really thinking. He is a very dumb protagonist. Yes. But I don't think he's an idiot. He's just dumb. And also, like, he's going through a lot of stimuli constantly, stuff that he's never experienced in his life. So I, I understand that. But also, it's just like, bruh, your, your, your homie just got stabbed and you watching him, mm-hmm. like, fight, fight other people. But yeah, whatever, you know, adrenaline... It, it does the craziest things. Oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's worth it's worth pointing out that w- this is not a series where like the stuff that like the main character is not powering up. You know, he's not like Mm-mm. I'm going to be the strongest delinquent ever. Like all of his goals that he stated are achievable without him ever like getting any better. It's just that he's he has a lot of perseverance and he does kind of throw himself in the middle of stuff. He's just enough of a monkey wrench just being around that like things are going it can alter events exactly and like i do agree that it's frustrating that a lot of ways he's still a bystander in the story that's going on but then on the other hand like that's kind of what this is he was never there like from jump he he, what was he never was a part of that he was never a part of this these are a bunch of other people's stories that like he's sort of trying desperately to change but doesn't know like, he's not skilled. He's not, like, another show that maybe we'll talk about where, like, the protagonist is highly intelligent and is making all kinds of plans and, you know, just very capable. He's very, like, as you say, dumb. He doesn't make plans very well. The plans he does have always fall apart for a variety always. of reasons. Always. Always. And most of the time where he is successful, it's in getting people to just, like, remember or do things that they already know about or know how to do. You know, so I some people complain about that, but like if you go online, I mean, I know you you online. Like, what what is the biggest hook of this series for a lot of people? It's all the pretty gangster boys. Yeah, I mean the the hype for me is what I love, and uh, I also I'm seeing this show get the demon slayer treatment, and I just don't understand why people are so miserable. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make any sense to me because. 
there are people who are literally just like, I can't believe y'all like this bullshit. This is trash anime. And, da, da, da. and I'm like, nigga, it's entertainment. True. Like, it's entertainment. Like, it's not harming anybody, but apparently you in your fuzzies. And well, no, not fuzzies, because no, they might the furries. Well, might some get of mad. them are. Some of them are. You're in your. You're in your. Yeah. You're in your. Your britches are fucking tight. There you because go. Because you you can't fucking like I don't know. It's just like if I don't like it, no one else should like it. Bitch, no one even knows you exist. Like what? What? Where does this come from? Like I I don't know, man. Like what is that? What is something that I don't like? I don't like. Oh, wait, no, I can't say that because we've actively discouraged people from watching that. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Next topic. <laughs> um, no, I think, I just think that, how many episodes do we have left? Is it four or, th- or five? Oh, I think f- this was episode, what, 21 or 20? So if it's, I think it may be 20. So it's probably a 24 episode season i th- i think it might be 24 also that was episode 21 oh so it's fewer it's probably three yeah we probably only got like three left so i mean with I, the things that i know that are left in this arc they've given themselves plenty of time to do them which is oh okay which is good yeah they've given themselves plenty of time to do them so it all looks good it's funny that like even though we're not done with done with the season it's. I think this should be an instructive guide for like how to do a very good um, manga manga adaptation on a limited budget and still get over all of the things that make the story and the characters work. Right? Because I can imagine this have gotten both uh, like a prestige anime treatment where like every you know everything's over animated and fucking gorgeous every frame of painting and i could see like a much cheaper version than what we got and i think that the story is so strong that it works in that middle space um even like all the fighting like you you could imagine some really hot shit but just getting that one scene of like mikey one-shotting people is enough it just communicates what's you know how good he is and uh get certain people hot and bothered because i saw on twitter all these like music videos. Oh man, we should probably talk about this at a different time. About oh? how much it's not even like shipping. They there are people on Twitter who are making these like mini music videos that are re-editing uh, scenes with like uh, dialogue where the boys are talking to each other. But, uh-huh. but they're but they'll cut out one of the 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 participants and sort of make it as if they are talking to the person making the video or talking oh, about Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I have never seen anything like this before. <laughs> wow. B- people are creative as fuck. Content is content. True. People is that are self-shipping? What do you even call that? I have no fucking idea, but um, I have not been exposed to it, nor do I really understand it. So I have no comment currently, but we could come back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I see more of it, I will probably have a a a very very visceral reaction to it, most likely, mm. and we'll 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 get to that. So what's next? Uh, I would also say like standing on a million lives because this was a this the episode this week was one that um how do I say this the right way? I was confused, but more in the sense of. How are they going to resolve this quickly? Because <laughs> it's another okay. series that's almost 
out of episodes. There's like probably three or four episodes. There are only left. three or four episodes left, which I was thinking that they were going to stop this one mid arc because yeah. because of how long it took them to get through the first arc. I was like, that took up over half your season. So how are you going to start a new arc and then drop us in the middle of the middle of it? And I also the I when this I think I read something somewhere about like this second they already knew the second season was coming when the first season aired mm-hmm. so that's one thing but I haven't heard any talk about a third season so I'm like what are y'all gonna do if this I doesn't can't continue? imagine that they would end on a cliffhanger but I also can't imagine like so this is a this is actually to the show's credit what I'm about to say it's gonna sound like a criticism but it's uh it's actually a positive every story that this show has engaged with as part of either part of an arc or the whole arc has always started out pretty straightforward and then veered off in a direction with complexity that I wouldn't have guessed if you had just shown me the like the first you know monologue that sets up the conflict yeah because the missions are all super simple go from point a to point b deliver this thing um make sure that a ceremony happens in this place and then in this one protect this village they're all like super simple but like i don't i don't think i in this show yet they've had like a a short resolution to a problem normally it just gets more and more spun out more and more more and more yeah more and more complicated and then the resolution to all those complications tends to take a little while it's never just like a silver bullet where like one killing one guy solves everything like it's usually a bunch of shit so i feel like we just got to the conflict here and like the first challenge so the idea that they're gonna resolve it in three episodes i don't I don't think that's possible. No, because shit just popped off. And when shit pops off, there's like multiple pop-offs. Right. So uh, I don't, three episodes isn't enough time. Was it 30 a month or I don't know how many days that they had to like resolve this. I think the, the, yeah, the first one was like, what, 90 days? And this one was 30 or something? Yeah. So like, even though it's sort of, it's air quote shorter, I feel like they always use all of the time (laughs) that they have to do things. So yeah, it's I'm yeah, with and you. we're yeah, only I'm with what you. we're not we're what two days in yeah yeah, and no, it, it doesn't it's, seem it's like any not. like what are these parasites and what the fuck is is up with that? What are we protecting the village from? How are we gonna deal with this like obviously corrupt governor and save the little girl if she's gonna be saved? Like, and that feels like all of all of that, which is what they've already told us about, still feels like a swerve. It feels like something else is the main issue and we haven't even like identified what that is so so yeah anyway that's oh no no i mean i'm right there with you but also just the um oh fuck what 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 was it there was something oh so at the very beginning of the episode i'm confused and maybe you know more about this than i do or maybe i just wasn't completely paying attention to it but he said that the other heroes had uh, said something online about those parasites. Oh, did they? Yeah, at the very beginning of the episode, he said the other heroes had said something about the parasites and he recognized it. But I thought, but since they're on the fifth day, I was thinking, oh, wait, well, if everyone else failed on the fifth day, then how the fuck did they get that information to the internet? Oh, right, yes. Um, So I'm like, huh? But then also... Maybe those people ran into those monsters or in on earlier days. 
or some shit like that. Actually, I, after saying that out loud, now I just answered my own question. Yeah, okay. also, they, they seem to imply, like, two episodes ago, that the people who failed the quest, they came back to the mm. real world, but they died soon after, like, a heart problem. So... Oh, okay. I missed that part then. So that explains how they were able to warn people. About, okay. Yeah, and then I don't remember if they said specifically um, all the what they said about the parasites. Besides, like, oh, you have to kill them and with fire. Otherwise, they don't die. They'll just multiply and like anything. a pandemic will appear yeah. or some shit like that. So yeah. I think so. Those two points were one was in like the episode that started the arc where they did the video thing and they met glenn and then that other piece of information was like the episode afterwards where they encounter the father um kill him and then set him on fire so they were not in the same episodes i don't know if those two things are correlated like how that Mm. i don't remember i probably have to go back and 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 watch that bit um someone was saying that in between the arcs there are actually many chapters that detail what is going on in like the human world when they're back so like they the show is like skipping over some of that material um yeah so that's why some stuff seems pretty abrupt as well with some of the characters and like i don't know Eh, whatever i mean that's neither here nor there but yeah i don't know where things are going or if they're gonna wrap up and in a way i kind of enjoy that because if i was certain that they were going to manage all the problems in this arc in three episodes, I'd probably be a little more anxious because that seems like a rush job. And like likewise, if they were going to end on a cliffhanger, I'd be I'd have anxiety because it's like, man, are we even going to get a, the end of the story? But because I don't know, yeah, I'm I'm more I pay more attention now to what is going on. And uh, yeah, fuck that governor dude or the mayor. He's a piece of shit. And y'all should have known he was a piece of shit. And I'm yeah, it was so fucking obvious. Well, I knew that the at least the granddaughter was a piece of shit just from the way that she's been smirking in the opening for the for the entire season. I was mm-hmm. just like, nah, don't trust that little girl. I don't like that little girl. And now we know who that little girl is. And I'm especially like, nah, I don't like that little girl. Yeah, but- they did. He did do the right. The governor did the smart thing, maybe on accident. And when he took Glenn, um, well, we took the two of them. The that he took the two smartest people because all the people left were either like really dumb, except for maybe EU, mm-hmm. uh, and and really like naive, which is funny to me after everything they've gone through that like nobody's asking these extra questions that they probably should be asking. But I accept it because like the thinkers of the group w- were removed. So so okay. So another thing for me with this episode. <laughs> Was that when he cut the daddy's head off and then they came for him in the cabin after Homegirl had yeah. passed out? I kind of was like, I'm on his side, y'all. That's like, funny. I was like, I they were like, no, you should, you should feel bad about this. And he was like, oh no, I'm becoming warped by this world's expectations and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 nigga, no, you, you did what needed to be done because no one else was doing it. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's the way that I saw it. So I was like, "Oh damn!" I was like, "Do I need to have like an introspective moment right. and be like, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> what, the, what are you? What you going through?" That's so, cool. yeah. So yeah, that's, I, that's... I I hope it doesn't end. Well, I hope we get an announcement because uh, Two Year Eternity got another. Well, that's season two, so never mind. That's not like a season three. 
Yeah, Never it's mind. also not a long um, manga series. Oh, it isn't? It's not that long. I thought it wasn't finished yet. It's not finished, but it's not that long. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think oh. it has, I, I would. I need to check up again, but I don't even think it has like 100 chapters. Oh, no. But I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, maybe they'll be like, season three is in development or something. So not like a date date, but just like a, we're working on it. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm hope sure. so. I think it's been doing pretty well, believe it or not, but just in Japan. I just, I see. Oh, okay, good. Because I see almost nobody talking about this show. Like on YouTube, it's barely even covered. And Twitter, I see some engagement, but I'm just like, I'm kind of surprised it got a second season because it is really good, but it's not like a dark horse, like, um, like Odd Taxi, um, which is just, Well, it didn't come out of nowhere. It was good from the jump, but like everyone found out about it like much later in the season and absolutely loved it. Like this one, it's like, it's around, it's good, but it just seems like it's not getting the attention that, you know, some of the other shows that are definitely worse than it that are getting better attention. But I I, I can understand that because it's not, it the only thing that it really has to recommend itself is very good writing and interesting world building. You know, mm-hmm. that's really it. Now, those two aspects are very strong. You know, yes, they're yeah. they're very strong, and they're also um, not like a lot of other things. Because if you just said, "Oh, this is a, a sort of death game isekai," that doesn't really tell you anything about like your assumptions going in are going to be very different from what the the show actually is and what it presents and likewise like if you just say oh well this is really well written that's not a specific enough uh piece of advocacy to get someone to understand what that means is it like you know the the story is gripping and it's just, it's it's its own thing it's very confident about what it is yes and it doesn't have the what i would call like the the sort of easy uh easy promotional side of it where it doesn't have like amazing artwork or like some like sakuga sequence that's gonna get posted everywhere or voice actors going crazy or like something that's like over the top it brings everything down to like a six or a seven as far as like uh presentation but in doing that it's like you know if, if you ever talk to someone who cooks or is like a chef and they talk about like you know bringing down certain flavors in order to heighten others Oh, yeah. Food science. Yeah, like, you know, you cut the heat with butter so that then you can taste the this or the that. I'm not a chef. I'm just saying, like, people people do this. But that's kind of like what the show does is that it it goes left when other people go right. Like, couldn't you imagine the same, this exact same story, but like all the female characters are just pure fan service or the comedy aspect of it is instead of being deadpan, it's all wild over the top people screaming and running around in circles. Right. Or that the gore is just absurd and, and everywhere blood splatter and like dismemberment and whatever, you know, you could just like see areas where they could have amped it up, but because they don't do that, it somehow makes everything else feel more impactful. Cause when somebody dies by like getting a stake driven into their brain, you're like that. Just fucking sucks. Like that's all you think about is yeah. like it's just it's just terrible. Um, 
So I don't know. It I get why it it may not be like super popular, but the light novels were um very well received in Japan. The manga apparently is very very popular or popular enough that like it got the anime made and a sequel and the show is doing fine in its time slot. So I would be sh- I wouldn't be surprised if it did get another season cuz it doesn't look like it's that expensive to make. Yeah, so. it doesn't look expensive at all. Yeah. But I have no special insight beyond beyond that. Same same. You want to talk about Vanitas this week? Oh my god, wait. Yeah, I guess we should talk about Vanitas. Did I forget what happened? I didn't forget what happened. I know what happened. Um, did we skip a week? Or did we... No, we didn't. Because uh, we talked about... What's gonna call it? Roland oh, right. yeah, last we week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now it's Roland again. And um, to be honest, I was not expecting him to come around like this so soon. But also, that nigga has one of my favorite weapons in any fucking action universe ever. And I love whips and I love sights, but I also love whip anything else. So a whip sword or a whip scythe? Oh, bitch. It's amazing. And he has a whip sword. So like du- dual wielding whip swords. So he's like, a, he's got Ivy from, uh, from Soul uh, Calibur. From Soul Calibur. Yes, which yeah, that's also why I played her because I was like, yes, <laughs> I was say, bitch. Ivy. He has double whip swords that disconnect, and he doesn't have his ass hanging out like Ivy. Yeah, <laughs> she does. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So as far as the episode goes, I knew last week that Bonnie Toss had some kind of connection to the church simply because of how he knew so much with yes. getting into that that corridor and all that kind of shit like that. I was like, nah, he definitely has a link. Either he was part of it or was like forced to be blah, blah, blah. And now that we have it, or now that we have a little bit of an explanation, it's just like, oh, the church picked you up because they expect you to be pissed at vampires for killing your parents. And in that process, they let you be traumatized and experimented on by a scientist that they eventually did get rid of. But I mean, the damage was done. So, yeah, cool. But also, I would say that the highlight of this week's episode for me was the comedy. There were so many comedic moments in this episode. And the way that they, like, just go to, like, simplistic animation style is so good. And it's hilarious. And it drives home the parts that are, like, meant to be funny. Because sometimes they can say some stuff and it'd be like, oh, oh. But without that kind of animation, you you could... it could basically be taken for something like way more serious and like, you know, something that's pushing the plot forward, but they make it very clear that like, no, this is what they're joking. Like, this is funny. Like laugh at this. And it's always funny, especially with the faces that they be making. Yeah. They do a good job. I think making the, you know, some, some series they have like, you know, the comedy is there and it can feel like it's this like other universe kind of fourth wall breaking stuff. And it's hit or miss. In this series, I would say that there's less comedy than you would think if you if you really parse out like as far as amount of minutes on the show devoted to a joke or a gag, but when they do have it, it's always very endearing, you yes, know, like because I it, agree. it usually plays off of some aspect of the personal relationship of a couple of characters and it brings maybe the 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 pressure down uh in a scene somewhat. But then it will kind of immediately go back. Like here's here's what what, what I was 
what struck struck me not just this episode but other episodes where you get a scene where you have Vanitas kind of in character because he, he clearly has like a uh the face that he shows all of his sort of allies and then he's got like that hidden face when he's serious uh, maybe like the real him yeah and Noe kept getting annoyed by like whatever was that the serious face or was that yeah. like the the contemplative uh... yeah i think that was more the serious one um okay. specifically like if you whenever he's like uh getting up and delivering all these like grand speeches to people he's usually like there the, he has been, what i'm getting at is that the vintas character has has a multiple versions of himself that he presents in the show that aren't like fourth wall breaking they're all under different circumstances then you have like noe who has two and one is like the one you normally see and the other was like the goof that always shows up in those like little um chibi drawn asides like yeah 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 um and naive and silly and when other characters get drawn into that literally i think like the you get to see this other side of them that there's no other context to show that in the show. It's not like a slice of life where like, oh, this is them at school. This is them relaxing at home. This is the you know, like. There's none of that because it's all in service of getting the the plot moving forward. But when you do get it, I think it actually brings things to a fun place instead of like everyone being super serious all the time about everything. So having more people be weirdos because let's keep it a buck. Most of these characters are fucking weird. Yes. <laughs> like yes. they're all fucking weird. Yes, they um, are. So so you kind of have to you have to at least give the pretense that there's some version of them that's serious to when you do the really wacky stuff that it kind of exists out like in this other little liminal world. Cuz then now you have a dichotomy even though if you break it all down they're all every version of every one of these characters no matter what's going on is a complete weirdo, which I think is doubly exposed by Moreau, who we meet more in this episode. I guess we heard about him in the prior Oh, episode. yeah, the, the scientist guy. He was so, uh, I wouldn't even say creepy, just quirky. He's like, the, like he's a off-putting. fucking goof, but he re- but he, doesn't he remind you of, um, we, we talked on a, another special recording about uh, protagonists, but do you recall in D. Grayman, the, 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 um, the leader of the oh yeah the the basically the main antagonist yes yeah because he, he has like the piero kind of yeah aesthetic. yeah yeah but yeah. like he's a really that character the idea that you have this like menacing um genius of a bad guy but they're also completely insane and kind of have like a clown like aesthetic works a lot because this is everything in the show is based on like uh uh 18th century french um culture and that's a character that's from like plays and uh other things like french plays and other things like that like the the comedy clown um sort of character and moreau is like over the top over i mean everybody's over the top moreau is like out of his fucking mind over the top so i feel like he lives in that other world that little chibi world but he's also a, a clearly a psychopath oh yeah he's he's yeah I I'm pretty sure they're gonna reveal what exa- what experiments exactly that he did to Vanitas, and maybe that's also part of the reason why the blue vampire approached him in the first place and right. shit like that. Um, and I would say that one thing the show has needed is a consistent antagonist that has like a name and a character. You know the the 
um, what are they called? The the things that are cursing people. It had a name. I forget what they named. It was like Nalene or something like that. Like that weird oh, black ghost. Yeah, yeah. Like I forgot that, its name also. Up until now, that creature or creatures, plural, were kind of like the antagonists. But what did they really do? They kind of just turned people into monsters and they don't have a character. So someone like a Moreau, even if he's only a short-term antagonist, which I prefer he wasn't because characters like that, you can get a lot of mileage out of them. But like he's the first real like primary antagonist of the show that can let other people other characters play off of them and actually have some fun that's what i think the the story was kind of missing up to this point was that centerpiece of like a a main villain to kind of focus on and develop so i'm happy to see that character show up in the flesh and also it looks like next episode i don't know if we're going to get a lot of action because it's kind of a bait and switch this episode but yeah but there but there should be i think a lot more that we can do with like the world building and the moving the story along by having that character there actively doing something because that's kind of what's been not clear is like where what is the actual conflict here what's going on i it's gonna have to do with ruthven i know that much Mm -hmm. it's definitely gonna have to deal with that nigga i just it's i think they also do a really good job of like focusing hardcore on the main thing that's happening right now like the current arc has all of our attention there's a lot of red herrings that are getting thrown out on purpose as far as like oh you know is ruthven gonna be the main guy eh, i mean maybe he'll have a part to play we met um domi's sister who also feels like again like a someone who could be yeah a catalyst for live action and a bad guy but not so much on the human side until now and i would imagine that Noe's uncle probably has something more directly to do with the story we still haven't really met that character yet either so this is good it's good to assemble a whole bunch of strong personalities that all have their own sort of interests and ends because that's where the excitement of the plot really you know comes together or whatever you know in a good show and i and i appreciate i will say that like this is maybe a standout as like a something original or I think it's original, right? It's not a light novel, is it? Vanitas, I think. Oh, I don't. No, it's not an original because people. It's not yeah, because people are always commenting. Oh, just wait for the next thing or blah blah blah. blah. Roland's my okay, favorite so maybe character. It's not an original. Yeah, no, it's not an original. Okay. Well, I had not heard of it before, and so something that I guess is new to me. I think they're doing a very good job of just moving forward at a pretty steady pace it's still a little bit of a slow burn of a show but there's there's flair in all the right places where i could if if you told me that like next week we were going to get a whole bunch of really good action or maybe even like sakuga which the show has not had much of since the first episode you know there were yeah a couple, there were a couple scenes here and there like during the party um but not as not as much as i would have thought so this, you know, if you told me that next week that's what we were going to get, I would believe it because I think the show kind of has the production and the depth to kind of get there. But it's another one where it's a two core, right? Yeah, it's definitely a two core. Yeah, but I don't think we're getting the second core until um, winter, right? Yeah, or they're, they're the splitting. I don't know why. Well, you actually talk about this, why they keep splitting these fucking cores like this. Like, it just... Don't announce it as a fucking two core. Yeah, that's season two. Like Everyone's that. just going to call yeah. it season two anyway. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, except for the YouTubers. But Ooh. yeah, it's basically a, a seasoned... Blah, whatever. The, the algorithm is just such a, 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 a wanton thing. But yeah. yeah, it's season two. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, that's pretty much... I don't know. I enjoy overall enjoyable episode. A lot of cool things happen and new characters, which is yeah, all you can really hope for. Don't know where they're gonna end the season. I have no idea what like the the I don't even know what everything is leading up to. So I don't either, but it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't say it's like the best show of the season, but it's entertaining enough to keep my interest for now. Now they might pull some fuck shit, and I might be like, oh my god, blah 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 blah. But for now, I'm good. It's cool. Yep. So I guess, uh, what else? We have Realist Hero. Um, oh, yeah. I actually enjoyed this one. Like, he got, he actually, like, you know, got, well, not got, but he actually stood his ground and was aggressive somewhat. Yeah. I mean, he had very clear ideas about what he wanted to do. But also, the Duke is a fucking hypocrite. Oh, he's full of shit. Yeah, he's so full of shit. I was just like... You are harboring corrupt nobles and started, and you know that you, if you start a civil war right now, that other countries are going to take advantage of it, but you're doing it off principle. Yeah. Off of, and then also the other Duke basically being like, oh, well, you know, um, if we consolidate power, then uh, that leads way for a tyrant and blah, 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 blah. And it's almost like, well, y'all need someone to consolidate power because look at what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like you niggas are wilding out. And, uh, I mean, uh, I hope Licia, uh, is it Licia? Yeah. Yeah, Licia, I really hope that she gets a lot more shine or that she's like integral with this arc because it, you know what, I'll give it to the show. I understand why she's been in the background because this is not her, her forte is not like economics. I understand that. But now that like it's coming to the fighting and shit like that, I need her. And I need Aisha to be on the front lines fucking niggas up. I agree. I agree. I think that there's been a point where, you know, the some of the side characters are they've gotten things to do. Um mm-hmm. I, what's the, the 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 idol singer? What is her name? I forgot. Isn't she but wait, she's like what West something maiden yeah. or something now they announced, which we, you could tell that in the first episode because uh, you could see the, um, the Navy Duke, like talking to her and like sending her off. Yeah. So I, I knew she was a spy from jump. Mm-hmm. But like having, having that character have a both. So I, I see the way that the show s- separates things. You have like the, administration side of all the characters what do they add to the country what are they doing what are their capabilities etc 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 and so that's we spent the first six episodes or seven episodes kind of like stubbornly focused on that side now we're sort of getting to the point where they're interacting with outsiders and sometimes that means like going to war or maybe that means like politically or like doing other things and so i want to see what their value is you know, on the outside, if that makes any sense. And um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now, and so like characters, you say like like Licia or 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 Aisha, who are kind of just like they're more there for so far for like comedy or or to do exposition about the world than necessarily like be active in the story. So now that we've switched over to more 
there's more combat, there's more like foreign policy, there's like all this other shit. I'm hoping that those characters have more time. Um, I would hope so too, but then you also have the the princess of the Amadonia kingdom making moves. Yes. And I'm like, I feel like that girl is going to be way more important than all the mother motherfuckers put together. Mm. Because like she's she's clearly extremely smart because isn't she part of like that mercantile country? I mean, I thought so. I thought she was, and then they just revealed that she's the princess. Yeah. This episode, so I'm like, oh no! I was like, she's too big. She's too big of a player to not like not ally with him and become like an integral character. She's gonna be on the same. Which also, I hope that this next arc or this upcoming arc highlights the black pre um prime minister because I've been waiting to see some like down and dirty like covert politics like or not even politics. Some down and dirty like bitch. I'm smarter than you. You could never like. I thought that's what that character was going to be, and we haven't gotten this. Sh- I want shine for the for everybody else except for Soma. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, have when like Lisa cut off her hair. I mean, I maybe they, they didn't quite explain that. Part. I, I felt I felt nothing. Yeah, everyone was like nothing. She cut her hair off. Like, yeah, yeah. she cut her hair off. These people are fucking morons. The Duke yeah, is an idiot. he's like, I'm old. I want to die fighting. He was like, I was fine not doing anything, but then you came along That's and what I decided, saying, that, that doesn't make fuck any you. Sense. Fuck you. I decided, fuck you, so it's fuck you and fuck this country. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want to do. Which I'm like, you're such a fucking hypocrite because if you cared about the country, then you would go along with it. And that's the thing, though. They even admitted that he was doing all the right things, that he was helping everyone. So I'm like, so you niggas see that he's good for the country, but due to like some like stupid tradition or like unnecessary fear, you're like, oh no, I don't support this. Right. But I'm like, but the previous king supported it. And even when Licia was like, oh, my dad won't tell me why, but like, you don't even need to know why anymore because look at what he's done so far. Right, right, right. No, it's just like, I mean, I get this. I, I look, I get the story that they're trying to tell here it's very straightforward this is one show that does not like pretend to have either more complexities than it really does or to be like doing something that's hard to follow until the climax it's very obvious it's just about like uh if you have a competent government and a bunch of open-minded people who want to do the best um then they can beat anybody i'm that's that if that's what it says on the tin then give it to me. It's like when you go buy yeah. like a candy bar and it's like it's got chocolate and peanuts and caramel, <laughs> right? Like sometimes you don't need your fucking candy bar to also be like a fucking aphrodisiac, change a tire. Like it just let it be some let it be yeah, some candy. It doesn't need to be an energy bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A protein an energy bar. bar. Right. 100, 100% there. So like I like this episode cuz you're right. Things are both are getting moving. There's a conflict. There's some. There's clearly defined like bad guys and good guys. I can already tell from the rule that he set up that he's gonna use like you know not underhanded tactics, but like uh, uh, things that we would be familiar with in our world as far as like oh pay attention to the terrain, pay attention to all these things that they've been working on for like the last few years, including yes. that um the I don't know what the the the, the outside country that was gonna attack them, the Amadonia or whatever it is, but like. When the guy says, if you go to war right now, the people will starve. And he's like, fuck the people. You know, fuck you assholes always telling me 
that I can't do what I want because we need to develop our own country. Now's the time to win. Obviously, they're going to lose because they don't have logistics together. And it's going to be another like teachable moment about how you know an ar- having an army is good, but if you don't have enough food and supplies, then you'll always lose, which is good. I- that's all I want. I don't want anything more than that. It's easy. So I like this episode. Easy win. Um, and Agreed. I look forward to them going ham in the next couple episodes and getting things all wrapped up for what I assume is the um, finale for the core of the season. Don't know if it ever, if this has even gotten a, um, any kind of a sequel announcement yet, but I, it hasn't or well, no, it hasn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did or didn't, as long as they ended at a decent note, I wouldn't be pissed. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to do very much. Yeah. All right. So that said, we have a couple more. So Sukumichi, I think it was a, a pretty. We don't have to talk too much about it because it was all around like one story, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it was all training. Basically, the whole episode was them training their the their people on the inside of the Mist World, and then on the outside having um Tomoe train the heroes. And I presume this is all in service of the idea that. When he starts up his uh, merchant company, that this is going to be how they start to integrate um, the two sides, because the hero party is going to be getting stuff from the other world, and maybe there's going to be a reason for having a bunch of. Well, I know for a fact <laughs> there's, there's a reason why they're training up all these troops, because it's clearly going to be like a war thing that happens. Yeah. Um, and then we saw that the other trading, the Rembrandt company, is up to up to some shenanigans. And we were introduced to some elves who are clearly going to be party members of some sort. Okay, that was the, that was the highlight of the episode for me. Was were the elves yeah. <laughs> at the very end? Because from based off of what they said, I was like, oh, so they hate the goddess. Also, they're going to be on his side. Yeah, and that's actually something I hadn't really thought too much about. But like, of course, his whole thing is that he's going to be gathering forces and people who all oppose the goddess to like you know take it take her down because if you even look in the intro to the show there's some scenes there of like him in different clothing against sort of like he looks it looks like a like some darker shit that's being is gonna happen and uh oh well yeah there's so many bloody scenes in the opening and ending there's a lot a hell of a lot um including some that involve fights in uh with the uh what do you call it like the various i think there's like a mist lizard fight that's sort of happening. yeah it looked like a, a lich or something yeah so there's yeah. clearly like other there, there's a bigger end game here than just everybody fooling around and fucking around oh yeah um yeah i i agree also yeah and this yeah. is a long-running light novel so even if there is no announced second season um it, it's almost a guarantee i mean i think uh i'm pretty sure this is it's just the one core of 12 episodes but um yeah i'm i'm almost certain that this one is going to get a sequel off strength just straight up well yeah i also heard that the source material wait is it completed yet no it's not done it's not done it's long it's super long Oh well, then whatever. I'm I'm in for the fucking long run. I really enjoy not just the cast, but also just like the world building in general. And I know that this cast right now, I, that's what I'm. 
I feel like, because they, they talk about it being a story of revenge, but he hasn't basically stated that he's actively seeking revenge. Right. He, he's just trying to fucking get his grasp on the world. So I hope we get to the moment where some fucked up shit happens, where he does declare it, and then I feel like it's going to be a just, uh, I don't know, not a shit show, but like it's the like, you know, there's just going to be hype consistently. Yeah, Who I knows? agree. I definitely agree. Um, so yeah, that that's what I'm saying. It was not like things happened in this episode, but they were kind of all of the same type of story. So um, yeah, that was pretty straightforward. I think the last thing that was on our mutual list for the week is uh, Battle Game in Five Seconds. I think it's ep- is it episode seven um, that we'd be talking about. I know the uh, for for Battle Game. Yeah, for Battle Game. Or is it episode for eight? so wait, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. I just episode eight just aired this Monday, so last week's would be episode seven. Yeah, so episode seven, um, just a lot of build up for the fight that's coming. I think we met some of the big antagonists um, for the red team. And yeah, I think that. I mean, that. that oh yeah, was... when homegirl. When Homegirl came in and, and was like, who the fuck you talking to, bitch? Was it Ruka I was like, or oh, something like that? Ruka or yeah. Ruka? I was like, oh, my God. I was like, who, who is this? The old man that disintegrated his fucking skateboard? I was about that old motherfucker right there. Oh, man. I was like, yo, they got some killers. Yeah. They got some killers. Um, and so aside from that, the other cool thing I liked about this particular episode, I mean, it, be- it began with the end of the the zombie mission and so that's then set up the war uh yeah the, the program three which is like the, the the team warfare and as a function of that we now kind of know what the the end game is i guess for this little part of the of the story because either um red team wins and all of green dies or, or green team wins and all of red dies uh and so that kind of puts a you know that's a finite end <laughs> on Whatever that conflict happens to be, and then there's the um, uh, the deals that uh, uh, Akira is kind of making with um, very like the new girl. What is her name? The the black haired girl with the glasses um, uh, that they rescued. She has the ability to cop the copy ability. You can copy the ability at ten percent. She was uh, she was on the. I don't. Team. I. I, I know who you're talking about. I just don't remember her name. But yeah, they, the, gla- the, the one that yeah, the one that knew him in the real world. Yeah, that's Ringo. Or so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So their like little interaction. I like how they showed it from two sides. One, well, three sides: uh, Akira side, Ringo side, and then of course um, the other girl sees them go into the room. So of course the little love triangle shit is still there, still being misinterpreted because that's not what's going on. Uh, <laughs> So when Akira pulls Ringo indoors and is like, I will fucking kill you. How the fuck do you know any of this shit? I like seeing that side of him because it reminds me he's just a fucking sociopath. Uh, And I had heard someone else do a review of just the series as it stood um, so far. And they mentioned that like it's still kind of like a trashy series. But what sets it apart is that the protagonist is obviously not a good person. Um. Yeah, and, and the implication of him like man- manipulating all the people around him—it's there, but it doesn't like beat you over the head. So you don't hate him. 
as like a person the way you might hate yeah, some of these other no. shitbags. So that was a good episode. I did too. Um but yeah, it was just more build up. Yeah. Like nothing really like happened happened. There wasn't shit didn't hit the fan. But I'm pretty sure it will in oh, eight. It'll get bad. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah, so that was pretty much it. Um, were there any other shows that we missed or that you want to talk about? Maybe Dragon Maid or... Uh, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll talk about this week's To Your Eternity. Well, this is the last episode uh, for this previous Monday because, yeah, we didn't release on Tuesday, you guys. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, for this week, which is like episode 20 was the last one for that. And they already announced the next season is in 2022. So, like, this, I don't mind, where it's like, even if it wasn't a full two-core, they ended the story at a decent point, and they were like, we're going to give you this shit, because it makes sense to end on this episode right here, and then we'll come back a year later with a new season that's actually a new season. That makes sense. And and there's, like, a huge, and there's a huge time skip in between it, too. So, I'm like, yes, like, this is what you do. I don't mind that. So, um, but... As far as who you turn to, you go, holy shit, man. Just that show is heavy. And that's all I'll leave it at. Um, May Dragon, as usual, was fucking hilarious. Um, they had a Comic Cat episode oh, that, was, that was based off of basically like the girl with the big boobs. Well, wait, no, that's very that's ambiguous them, because that's all of them. Yeah, but um, Quetzalcoatl, um, uh, that one, the one that has like two different colored eyes and it's based off that legend. Um, so Fafnir, he, the dragon, he wanted her to like pose for him for a horror like one shot that he was going to do and sell at Comic Cat. So and funny. so after they did that shit, she was like, well, I'm just going to sell pictures of me in different clothes. And uh, the gag was, of course, him sitting next to her and uh, all of his shit didn't sell anything and she sold out in five minutes. Uh, that's funny. Um, but that wasn't the only thing. Um, Homegirl went back to the other world and got medicine for someone that turned them into like a half human, half cat and kind of shit like that. Like, yeah, there was there was a lot of like, you know, funny, good moments. Um the teenager came back into it with Ilulu and uh, which was the new it's the new dragon with the huge boobs um oh also so there's got to be there's something going on with Shoda's oh I right Right. I don't know what's going on what's with the show. We'll talk about that other thing when we yeah do a, a I was thing next yeah week, maybe. yeah oh no, I was gonna talk about it right now oh hey we can but, do it now yeah let's shoot. But saying that, well, is there before I go into that? Was there anything that you watched that I haven't been watching that you enjoyed? Uh, nothing good. Um, oh, <laughs> I saw a clip of what I thought would be like a fun show to pick up, and then I watched three episodes of it. It, it was uh, Armed Girls Machiavellism, and I only watched the first three episodes oh, because I saw boy. a clip from episode one that was actually like pretty interesting. And then I realized uh-huh. what the show actually was was headed towards, and I'm like, nah, is it fuck Yuri? This. No, so it's a it's a uh, battle harem series that is has a lot of okay, it, but it's it's problematic in a lot of ways. So the oh. the overall setup is that there's like you know your usual like super delinquent who was like trained in martial arts, something really bad happened to his master, we don't really know. 
he got into a near-death fight and loses. He's basically picked up by the equivalent of, like, juvenile um, detention. I don't know what you really, really want to call it. But it's, like, he's sent to a school that's supposed to, like, correct bad behavior. But at that school, it's basically run by the female half of the population. And they're all, like, super martial artists and insane people. They're just, just all again, all psychopaths. And the boys at the school who are implied to all have been like humongous delinquents outside because they are beaten into submission by all of the girls. They are forced to uh, cross dress as women and behave like women. And so the stakes stakes for the main character is that if he loses a fight, he'll have to be corrected like all of the boys who are at the school. And if this was like a comedy, I mean, it is a comedy, but if like the, if the purpose of the show and that setup, as stupid and crazy as it is, as it is was just to enable a whole bunch of like um, gay panic comedy, I probably would have instantly like just thrown it in the trash. But in fact, it's kind of worse than that because what? because the that the stakes that are there that kind of drive all of the conflict that's happening in the show the the from the boys' point of view is completely underwritten. So like. It's, you get, like, a few scenes here or there once the main character realizes kind of, like, what's going on. But then, really, the structure of every episode is him trying to get what is, uh, like, there's this, like, hall pass that you can have to, like, leave the grounds of the school and kind of do whatever you want. But the only way you can you can use it is if you get stamps from all the student council members. And so that means that they wind up, he gets in all these fights with the various, like, martial arts-inclined women, uh who once he defeats them either through like actual combat which it was kind of cool in the first episode before i realized what it was about or in not so cool ways like you could you know they're they're all closeted um teenagers and so this is the first real man they've ever run into someone who could beat him so that's how he collects his harem is that he beats these girls in usually single combat they give him a stamp and then they come up with some convoluted reason why they have to follow him around and dote on him so I was not a fan uh, of any of like that aspect. There are parts of it that are cute, but they're not like again, the things that are there, they feel like they're just thrown in to be there. So whether it's that like cross dressing punishment aspect that's just kind of like wastefully and carelessly thrown into the story, or if it's like the the various um like archetypes that the individual girls have and their fighting styles. And all of it doesn't really matter because it doesn't really add up to anything that's valuable, like, storytelling-wise. And it's, like, decently animated, which is one of the problems, I think. Like, it's just, it's such a waste. Like, there's this really cool set of shots in the first episode where this fight, they're, like, transitioning between stances and the camera is moving and panning and everything is treated very, very seriously in that moment. And then it just, it, it reverts into a kind of very juvenile comedy that like i don't know who this is for i like no part like you could have like removed all of that like we're gonna make the boys cross-dress as women and like give them that stereotypical um uh transvestite not you know i'm I'm talking about like an old school anime trope of that face that manly face but then with like makeup on it or something like you don't have to do that It, it didn't need to be done i guess is what i'm saying so i did not enjoy it and uh it's trash i have no interest Oh, this is what I get well, for like being on Sakugaboru and being like, I'll give this one a chance. Well, I mean, there's something that I'm going to give a chance based off of an interview that we just did that you guys will be getting very soon. 
But um, which is what is it? Redivers. Oh yeah, Gundam build Gundam build divers. Re is it redrive or whatever? Let me see. Oh, uh, re-rise. Yeah. Build divers. Re-rise. Yeah, re-rise. I'm gonna be giving that a, yeah, I'm also a, shot give that a shot. Yeah. Because of a, a recommendation that we got in an interview that you guys will be hearing very soon. But um, yeah, let's get into Edenton. So, um, if you follow me on YouTube, you know that I just <laughs> bombed. If you, yeah, I just bombed your subscription feed with nine videos, and five of those were Edenton. <laughs> so I am caught up on Edenton, and uh, oh, bitch, how I I I wish I were watching this on the weekly way ahead of time, but I will be now, and. Uh, um, Miku is my favorite character. <laughs> Miku is my favorite character, but also um, Isley is the main character. Probably, I think Isley is the main character. Hayato, he's just not even really part of the storyline that much. Yeah, he's like huh. he's like the second character you meet, and he is like a very standard shonen protagonist. But, but he's he's rarely in this fucking show. That's right. And he literally gets like kicked or punched or knocked out of the story. That um, he's gone for the half of the episode. Yes. Um so it might be better to say that this is a true ensemble cast. True. It, I mean true. That, that's probably the correct observation, but because Hayato is so much the shonen protagonist character, Trope. it's hard to let go of the fact that like you know, he is not necessarily the center of attention all the time. Or almost So, my, one of my favorite things about the series is the aesthetic. The filters and the animation, all that. Like, it is so fucking cool. And usually I would think like, oh my god, like the color palette keeps changing. Like, this is so hard to keep up with. That, it's not, that is not a problem in this show whatsoever it is so cool and i think it's probably because even though the color palettes change the tone stays the same so like they're not gonna go from like a bright pink to like a complete dark palette they go from like a bright pink to a bright blue mm, yeah. and then to like a yellow or something like that and i'm just like oh shit like this isn't like visually jarring for me like i'm actually enjoying it and like you notice when they do the filters and uh, just it's it it just it's even though it's not like animated out the ass it's definitely not cheap it's stylized and they know exactly what the fuck they're doing and what they want to portray and that's what's so good and also i hate pronte's feet you hate his feet i hate I, the clown feet i didn't they know are what to so think. so it's so like i love his character I love his character, but every time I see those feet, I'm like, oh, this is so jarring. Like, why would you do this to this character? Like, is it the intention to make him, like, is that, like, a low-key, like, he's actually a clown? I think like, those don't are just take his him shoes. Seriously? I think they're just his shoes. I don't want them to be his feet. Please, I, God. Please, God. Yeah. <laughs> let, let them not be his feet because that would be know. very, very, very bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't listen. I'm just saying. I, we may never find out the answer, but I That's just don't, I just don't want it to be true. Um, but it's like someone said, okay, make inverse Hisoka, and that's what they gave you. Like the clown Ooh. aspect isn't the face paint or 
the clothing, it's the fucking shoes. You know things. what? You're right. An invert. He does kind of come across as, yeah. That he, makes he, sense. Yeah. He's definitely in like the clown archetype, but his all these characters in the series are so interesting. Like when you yes. meet Prontia, and like obviously we got told ahead of time that like he was the fa- like uh like who he was, and he kind of had a weird relationship with Rin. But like, yeah, there's so much oh depth to all these characters. <laughs> Because, like, when he showed up, uh, I think specifically of the scene where Rin is on the mountain guarding, they show up ready to, like, invade, and Prontia, who was, like, up to that point, like... Sweating bullets. He's sweating bullets. Uh, Easley is like, can you, like, jam their communications down? He's like, I cannot do that right now. I am not. I am physically and mentally unable to comply. And Rin is literally just like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Long time no see. Like, yo, hey. Like, yeah. doesn't even doesn't even register that she fucking traumatized. This yeah, she doesn't know. She doesn't, she doesn't know it. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about anything. She doesn't, she, she doesn't care. <laughs> the fact that I lost it when she was like, so let's just go destroy the country. Like, humans and everything. And I was like, yo. She's like, don't reproduce. Like, <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God. Like, they really don't give a fuck. But so you've been talking these past few weeks about like the relationship between them and the humans. And now in these latter episodes, that's becoming way more like focused and centered. But okay. Um, I need, and if you understand this, and you don't mind explaining it. Okay. How the fuck are the demons reproducing? Because that shit went by so fast and I didn't rewind it. And I was like, wait, what? Like, so I saw an embryo, I saw them injecting something. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, so are they like I so So there are I also have some gaps in uh, and again, I would also like to be corrected if I'm wrong. Because okay. so here's the gap. The gap that we don't know anything about is who was what was the catalyst for the first artificially created demon? Because we have Okay. So we have all a, of those human demons are artificial. Yes. Yeah, so here's what okay. we So here's what we that what we don't know is where the first one and how the first one was made, but we have some implication. And the implication is that uh uh over M or Dr. Obami uh mm-hmm. manifested somehow on the human side of the gate. We but in our, in, yeah. it, but through uh, manipulation of uh, like like robotics, robotics and electricity and like whatever. Yeah. Okay. So that that once that mind was outside of the gate, they started doing things like researching um, artificial insemination and and all those types of like reproductive technologies. We learned that from the scientists who had defected and were working with Eastley and Prontia. So we know that like he a lot of time was spent in Zobol through that that uh that character trying to figure out how to reproduce something. We don't know. Then there's a gap, and then you kind of skip to the present day, and we know that there are several generations of demons who were mixed somehow had both human and demon characteristics, such that the first generation, it sounds like, gave birth to the second. So it was like the demon females were the carriers and maybe they were crossed with humans then they seem to have switched over to the idea of having humans impregnate other humans and then taking the um the newborn or the fetus i don't know what i don't know what stage they take them out but putting them into a demon and then using some process to mix their uh 
DNA or blood or whatever it is, souls. So with demons. That's, yeah, with demon stuff. Okay, so so that's kind of what I got. Because someone commented on one of my videos, because I, I asked this in the videos too. I was like, I don't completely understand this shit. And, but I admitted that like I didn't go back and rewind and like pause for every frame where they explained it. So they said that like they take the human babies and they put them in that demon woman who's yes. like an incubator. Yes. And then uh, they fuse the baby with like d some demon. But where does that demon essence come from? I don't know. Because they can't reproduce. So is it like part of other demons it's, or some shit that, that sounds like it especially when miku said that having was it the character named adora or eudora or something like having her yeah they could like always reproduce yeah reproduce. the woman that was in the nursery right yeah, that makes sense now, okay i want to bring something up here and i want to get your opinion on this and this is one of the first shows that i've watched that is very very clearly derivative of a much bigger better known show but also is good enough on its own that you don't even notice until it's like almost over and the show i'm talking about is hunter hunter <gasps> oh. this show in fact feels a lot not just in the character design like easily has gone's outfit but other than that like think about it what it's like we you take hunter oh, hunter wow. you go right to the ant the ant arc but then you invert all of the relations where the main characters, the heroes, are all super fucking overpowered. And it's the ants, or in this case the demons, that are like running for their lives and, and like have no chance. Being manipulated. And they're being manipulated. Because like you have literally almost all the same elements. Like in the ant arc, what were they doing? They were uh, taking humans. And then eventually by the end of it, they were... Uh, spoilers for people who have not watched a Red Hunter Hunter and the and any arcs, even though it's like... The anime is over a decade old at this point. Yeah, the, like and the you, part they adapted is almost. And no like way you listening old. to this and you haven't. But whatever, like spoiler warning, yeah. if it matters to you. So in the ant arc, it starts out with the uh, the first queen eating people and then just giving birth to straight up like super powered ants, and they're like ah. Da, da, da. Then they give birth to the king. The king kills the queen, or at least severely wounds the queen and almost kills her. And then at that point, to reproduce, instead of like killing. Or instead of, uh, uh, like, chewing people up and, like, creating new ants, it was taking and capturing humans who had Nen abilities and then sticking them in cocoons so they were transformed into ants. And so they kept some of their old personalities and blah, 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 but they were new. The What the demons are doing is a lot like what the final stage of the ant arcs, like, the reproduction, down to having, like, a nursery, down to having, like, specific characters that could, like, awaken other characters you know the assault of the hunters on the on the nest is the exact same thing as the gods going in and clearing out the zobal empire all the way down to like cutting off all routes of escape it's just the difference is that the demons at this point are severely underpowered compared to the 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 gods like they're all just like fighting for survival running for their lives like they spent a lot of time in the end, the last couple episodes just having everyone be like, "I give up, I quit, goodbye." Nope, nope, nope. And they not were doing it. so cocky in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, the way that Rin handled the first one that went up against her, I was I was confused in how he died. And she was like, and then they did all that talking, and then she's like, "Oh nigga, I cut your head off." Like, yeah. All that shit with nickel. Like, Yo, I yes. was bugging at that episode. I did not. I was like, I don't understand what she did. We didn't see her move. We didn't do like. What happened? And da, 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 da. I was like, oh, is there her pressure? Is there like nah, an bro. aura thing? And she's like, nah, I, I cut your head off. That whole like, dead. That's what yeah, happened. like you're, 
You you've been dead. Your brain just hasn't registered <laughs> shit yet. Yo, Rin just flexes on everybody. Just I love non-stop. how I love how they were so far away from the city from Zobel when they were about to attack it. Yeah, and uh, they were like, "All right, the the people who are good are gone." She's like, "All right," and it cuts the the city yeah, it just in half cuts the bu- all immediately. The buildings in half. Like just in half, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like she has. Z like Z, but it's not the kind of like zero chill where I'm like, oh my god, you're warmongering. She's like, uh-huh. no, like we gotta kill these niggas. Like that's that is our purpose. We gotta kill these niggas. But that brings me to the other part about the series, which has me like thinking that there are so many other possibilities. And I think you commented this on one of the videos that like Paula mm-hmm. was an Edenton born from animals. Yes, and I completely missed that. They say they say that in the first episode, I think, or the second episode. I completely glazed over that because now the fact that um, Over M is uh, an Edenton from based off of the pleas of demons, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so. By the end of this, we're going to have to get to the bottom of what exactly is Edenton and how and why are these systems in place. Yes. And uh, so definitely from the first half, I was like, Eastleigh, I don't want to not trust you because, like, I don't know. I was just like, I don't he's think cool. he's the antagonist. He was like one of the first yeah. characters we meet. He's got a lot of, like, inner dialogue that's like interesting. But and although that's also why I think that he's the main character because we only get his inner dialogue. That's for the fair. Most part. I mean, that's a that's a good point. We don't like hear Paula's. we don't get shit from Hayato. Yeah, Paula is like a tool to yeah. be used, and uh, they probably are doing that on purpose. And she'll probably definitely be more important because it seems as though they're like presenting like Hayato, Islay, and Paula as the main three. Yeah. But like. I know they're not about to give her like the soccer treatment. Like, no. ain't no fucking way. But also, I actually know they kind of prosed it as like she's a natural um a, a prodigy with like the body weight thing. Yeah, sneaking around, moving quietly. She can talk to yeah. animals. Yeah, and she, she was doing that think. naturally before she even knew what she was doing. Yeah. So maybe that'll be like her thing. But like easily in the begin like the first three episodes i was like i don't know about this nigga i was like is this like an antagonist in plain sight and then after that i was like oh no i fucks with you heavily like yeah i I don't think he's an antagonist now i was worried not worried but i was i had that thought that maybe that's where they were going it's obvious that he doesn't really know what's happening it's just that he's more and he's actively trying to figure it out yeah and he's a manipulator and i want to just say that like the depth on a lot of these characters that they didn't have to do this you know, like having having everybody sort of have these like ulterior motives as well as relationships that are not like fleshed out. They ha- they are relationships that occurred before the the telling of this story and the world that they live in. It all feels like a little bit more depth than you that you would necessarily need to have. And the fact that like they stick pretty consistently to the philosophy and the themes for like almost all the characters from top to bottom like the most minor to the most major you know with like Eastley's whole thing about when he goes to um was it charnay or whatever the name of that place is and like yeah they're, they're it's just like a it, imagine a society that's run by an evil pope and like all the priests are just like complete degenerates you mean our society i'm just no, saying I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and when he had that little, the uh, breakdown, he's like, I know what happened here. Like Prontia and Rin were just fucking around and like half, half built a society and let y'all run around and do whatever you want. I frankly don't care what you do as long as humans don't die. And like him laying it out, like, yes, it's kind of amoral from a, 
human standpoint, but what we we were told from the beginning that Edaton they are battle gods. They yeah. don't care what they're not humans, they're the rule. Right. They don't care what humans do as long as what they do doesn't cause a whole bunch of humans to die. They want humans to live and reproduce and, you know, manage their own shit. But like now we get to the point where the he's sticking his nose into things, you know, for future management purposes, I guess. And it's it's just it's fascinating because it doesn't doesn't like preach its morality at you. Let's put it that way. Well, I definitely thought that it was like a social commentary when mm-hmm. they went to that to that nation. But even beyond that, I was actually surprised because I thought that this was going to be like a manipulation thing. But he literally was straightforward. He was like, y'all need to not fight. Like, mm-hmm. you need to not be pieces of shit because we know y'all be pieces of shit. And Eastlay knows, especially because he's the one that's been doing all the research. But then even so, he was like, well, you know, I've done a lot of research on humans. Yeah. So I'm like, you're not innocent he's either. Not, he's not innocent at all. And they don't like, they don't play around with it. And I'm sure, I, I think I had watched one of your reviews. And I think it was the one where um, he did all the, the brain manipulation on... Peace a lot and the other oh, two. Oh, peace a lot, yeah. And like I remember you saying during that that like is nobody else gonna be upset by this? Nope, nobody cared. Hayato didn't care, Pronti didn't care, Paula didn't care. It like it Oh yeah, when does. they were in the hallway yep. and like yeah, and those guys were changed, and I was like, is no one else like weirded out by the fact that he even knows how to do this? Yeah, but but it made sense because they don't care about those things. Yeah. Like when um I forget who was talking to Paula. But, like, the question came up, like, um, or not Paula, I think it was uh, when uh, Miku was talking to the the priestess, whoever that was, and she was like, why do you think they don't, like, get involved? Like, they don't, their their issue is, you're like an ant to them. Like, fuck off. Like, don't, don't, even, <laughs> don't even be worried about that. And, uh, and it's true. And I think that they've, they've been consistent about that from the moment Rin kind of laid out how little... She gives a fuck about anything other than the demons coming back. Um, you know, it's an interesting show because you could have gone, you could have gone with the whole thing where like Hayato or Easley or Paula, any one of them or all of them, because they're this new generation, they actually do care. And da, da, da. nope, they all have their own shit going on. They The, the humans are kind of incidental. They try not to kill them all. Um, but if Rin goes crazy, Rin goes crazy. They're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, because they can't well, they do anything can. about it. Like the only one who maybe have a chance would be Prontia, and he that he's too bitch to do anything. He was like, I remember the scene where he's breaking down all the all the roads in and out, and he's like, "Thank God I don't have to be doing a task that requires or anything to be with Rin." Rin. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, did you notice I, the Easter egg? The Hunter Hunter, the other Hunter Hunter Easter egg in the in episode seven, which I think is the last one. I mean, it's either seven or eight. So, yeah, seven. So the scene where uh, that really, really fast demon was trying to run away and then is shot in the head. Oh, shot by the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that wasn't Hunter so Hunter. So Chitu's ability, the, that was a fast ant that kept showing up that looked like a cheetah. Yeah. His ability at the end when he fought, um, is that guy's name also Moreau? The guy with the with the smoke jail? Um, but when he when he fought him and they're like, I think the the second to, or the last time they fought he revealed that his special ability was a crossbow um and had some other shit going on and then uh moreau fucking sunned him by being like well your ability is a crossbow but you're you're you were already supposed to be really fast what's the point of having a special attack that's slower than you are and he just got he just got owned at that point yeah so when prontia killed that 
uh, really the really fast demon, he used a a crossbow that looked like Chitu's crossbow. So you have like the so you have, oh. and there's a lot of like shit like that. I just find this show to be fascinating, um, and it looks great. They and they figured out how to do like a CGI that fits the theme visually of the series, but it lets. Them, I can't even say I really noticed any CGI. You that, only wow. notice it in rare occasions. It's all over the place, but it's like um, whenever they're doing like rock geometry or something like that, they use it whenever they like that scene with the city where Rin cuts the buildings in half. They like sneak it in um in certain places but like they do such a great job of i i think you know what i think this is actually a budget production i'm pretty sure that this show is very cheap to make uh but they yeah i could i could definitely see that yeah yeah but they have cool stuff like the car remember the little race cars that was hand animated. That was oh, like- I love that scene. I actually mentioned that shit. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that shit while I was doing my review. I was like, I love the animation right now. This shit looks so good. Yeah, yeah it was like cool. Prontea's. It was the first scene where Prontea was like shown with like a full body shot. Yeah, yeah. Like there's stuff like that in this all over this series that like these little hand animated things or like creative uses of like camera angles that it's, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's MAPA, yes. And I don't know which team is behind this, but like, for a for a show that just kind of came out of nowhere and no one was really talking about it after the first preview because I think you correct me if I'm wrong episode one came like three week or two weeks into the season and I heard that a lot of people kind of like weren't feeling it for some reason and so it just fell off the map but like this is like maybe one of the better looking shows if not like the second or third best animated show this season that I've seen including like, I My agree. Hero. I I definitely fucking agree that and it's not even just the animation alone. I think it's the animation plus the aesthetic. Yes. And like the fact that like they're sticking to it, it doesn't like change animation styles. Yes. To yes. just do like hardcore sakuga. Like everything is seamless and it flows together and it fits together. And yeah, I I, I now being caught up with it, I'm just like, nah, like you niggas should, if you're not watching this, I can already see in maybe like four to five years time, people being like, oh yeah, Edithin, Edithin, like the, the, one of the quietest kept secrets. In oh, anime. right. It's you like, know, it, I feel you. Yep. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it's going to be like, it wasn't a, a quiet secret. It was just that none of you niggas paid attention to it. Like, that's it. I can definitely see, like, Mother's Basement. Oh, and, like, sure, yeah. And, like, like covering it. Because yes. I feel like he has a similar, like, anime taste to me. So, like, I can definitely see him being, like, I don't see a lot of people liking this shit, but you should definitely be watching it. But I think it's probably going to be one of his season wrap-up things, because he did the same thing with Odd Taxi. He didn't highlight Odd Taxi until the season was over. So, I definitely feel like he may do a video on Edithin. Or maybe, has he already done a video on Edithin? I don't know. But if he did do one, I would not be surprised because I have pretty similar anime tastes to him outside of, you know, my Macross obsession. <laughs> not the Macross obsession, but my Valkyrie obsession. Let me ah. make that very clear. <laughs> my Valkyrie obsession. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I'm, I'm shocked that they didn't market this one a little bit better. Just a Especially little bit. Especially for it being, Mappa. Yeah, this seemed like an easy slam dunk. Um, but also, Mappa is doing uh, Remain, and I'm not seeing anything on Remain. I'm not seeing nobody talk about that. I see some channels covering it, but 
I'm not really seeing much on remakes. It's interesting. Yeah, at some point we maybe should go back and instead of doing like a rank ratings for the year, just look at like how things kind of performed in the U.S. Like some of these shows, because there's a lot of there's a lot of like um like how certain stuff gets over is not obvious to me anymore. You know, it used to be if it got like promoted on like a Crunchyroll or through whatever. It sounds like everything is word of mouth and shows just be like either skipping on by nobody noticing or like going over big off. I don't know what reason, just like Twitter, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, uh, we can see. I mean, definitely. I haven't seen anything about Edith and Post. I don't know who is streaming it is crunchyroll streaming this right oh, now maybe i don't know i i usually compare things with crunchyrolls like you know highlight reels on youtube and their popularity because like they have a lot of outreach and honestly i was extremely shocked that crunchyroll covered simple gear the final season as hard as it did mm. like they posted so many videos about Sinful Gear XV and people were like, what is this show? Oh my God. It's like, bitch, this is the fifth season. Where have you been? Like, what are you talking about? But for them to like post about that show so much and for Sinful Gear to all of a sudden get like a huge following, but that might have also been in turn because the smartphone game was poised to come. Okay, never mind. That doesn't count anymore. That's for money. Um... I don't know. I haven't seen much Edaton like hype. No. I'm actually surprised that I haven't seen any. I haven't been spoiled on anything for Edaton on Twitter at, at all, which I'm really surprised about. Where I'm like, oh wow, you niggas really aren't talking about it. While let a new Jujutsu Kaisen chapter drop, and I'm like, well, I'm getting off Twitter like <laughs> for like two days. <laughs> like, let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I would. I listen. Catching up on that manga. It's not a. It's not too hard right now. It's not like it's One Piece status, where it's got like you know nine hundred, a thousand, whatever chapters. I like that though. I like to like. I like to let One Piece get like two years ahead of me, and then just <laughs> and then just sit down one day and basically be like, all right, I'm gonna sit in bed all day and read One Piece. No, I feel you. And go from there. Yep. Yeah. So that's. Uh, but yeah, eat a ten. I mean, if you need a recommendation, eat a ten. <laughs> watch watch and if you're not watching it yeah you should watch it but my other recommendation for the week oh well, wait do you have anything else to say oh no <laughs> no I, I, i'm just happy to be watching it weekly and it's a show that brings me a lot of joy and yes i and i was and i would look like you i waited a few weeks to really catch up i think i was you know the maybe it was third or fourth episode had already aired and i was like you know what i want to give it a shot i didn't even watch the first episode and I also kind of binged it. Obviously, that's like an hour rather than a couple hours worth of stuff. But it just felt to me like as soon as I was done with one episode, I wanted the next one and so on and so yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I'm happy. I'm happy that at least we're talking about it now. And, you know, we'll, we'll do some shuffling maybe so that we don't have quite as much to cover week to week um, on the show. But I really enjoy this one a lot. So... It's just one of my surprises, but maybe we shouldn't have been surprised. And, you know, next season we have Chainsaw Man from MAPPA, which is... Oh, wait, is that this? That's this? Oh, wow. Oh, I completely forgot that was coming up. And I haven't read that, so I don't know anything. I'm literally coming at it cold. 
so I don't know. I'm... Oh, really? I thought you had read some of no, it. No, I'm like familiar with a couple of the characters, but only through looking things up online. So I don't know anything about the plot. I just know who some of the main characters are. Okay. That should be exciting. So yeah, Edenton, good. Watch it. It'll it'll tick a lot of boxes and even has a lot of hype. So I recommend. Agree. Same here. Um, but then my other recommendation would be everyone go play the Tales of Arise demo. Um, it's actually I actually I don't really give a fuck about the demo at at large. The gameplay is actually very fun. Yeah. Like I'm actually kind of surprised at how much I enjoy it. Like, especially playing at Shion and also just the, I don't know. Well, yeah, um, go, go play it. I feel like the end game for that, that game with like the combos that are going to be possible. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am very much so looking forward to the gameplay. And I'm also seeing like pre-reviews right now saying that like, it's a dark Great. tales. I prefer that. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, give me that shit. Like September 10th. Love it ready for it so yeah try out the demo you guys because i didn't even finish the demo i literally have just been walking around trying to fight shit because i'm like i just want to fight like i just want to try these characters out so yeah (sighs) yeah i played i played five minutes of the demo got into one fight loved it and immediately turned it off because i don't want to spoil myself Mm. (laughs) oh you know what that's a good that's a good model maybe i should not go open it ain't no big deal i it's rare that i have that reaction to things but where you will like automatically know like yes yep this is it this is what i want i don't need any more than this um yeah i was never like all right i'll be I'll, i'll be very clear i like tales but i like tales in the way that i like a lot of things i used to really enjoy when i was younger um i haven't beaten a tales game in a long time i think we've talked on the show a couple of times about yeah. how far we've both mutually gotten in different games so i need tales to be a little more serious to keep my attention but the battle system it's usually not the battle system you know the battle systems are usually pretty good and they bring me a lot of joy so i like this one and i'm also a sucker for characters with guns so Oh, okay. So you know, I'm happy. Yeah, I like I like I like the throw the grenade, shoot the grenade. Yeah, I'm with it. Shit. Yeah, I'm like, and I haven't even tested the rest of the niggas yet. So we shall see. All right. Ah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that is it for this week. So if you have not already, make sure you follow us on social media, anime underscore savants on Twitter, and then just regular anime savants on YouTube, especially YouTube. Pay attention to the YouTube. I'm telling you now, pay attention to the YouTube. Something might be uploaded. Um, Instagram and Facebook. Yep. And you can always follow me on Twitter at Neural Handshake. Um, yeah, I keep not 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 too spicy. I'm on vacation this next weekend and try to be relaxed and not fight with anybody, but I'm sure it'll happen. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, internet. Um Let me not say that. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>